Hey there. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of The Deliberate Zoomer, hosted by myself, Silas Maynard, and my good friend, Michael Simonton. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Who? live here we go uh welcome back to the show everybody michael and michael and silas talking about living your 20s with intention setting yourself on a trajectory for the rest of your life through your 20s and today we're going to be talking about accountability and routines quite kind of similar to what we talked about last time with setting a set of rules for yourself in life but a little bit different from the aspect of we're going to discuss the uh, the specifics of routines rather than just habits routines specifically and how to create them, and how to stick, how to stick with them, and, and how to basically be held accountable. So, uh, just initially, I want to go off of I had really developed a good, I guess for the first time in my life, a very nice routine when I had moved to New York during quarantine. I had, you know, we started working a new job in New York first couple of weeks, and then quarantine happens. So I went to working from home, and it was just kind of a shit show, right? I was like. Doing, I was getting my work done, you know, working hard, but at the same time, I was just kind of finding, you know, nothingness to fill my my what time I did have, and so eventually, I was like, "This is this has to stop." First of all, I realized I was like, "I'm getting out of shape. I need to start running." So I started doing different things, and then eventually, I got to a point uh, where I built a routine, which was essentially it touched all four areas that that are important to me, and. I was able to do that through accountability. So that's, that's what really helped me to get to a point where I felt very happy with my life, even though like I'm, I'm not one to like routines. Like if anybody who knows me knows that routines to me get super, it's like, oh, this is very dull. I don't want this. But I started to realize like if you, if you have the right type of routine, it doesn't get boring. Um, so I guess, Michael, what are, what are some things that you wanted to, to kind of also kick off here with the idea of this accountability routines? I mean, accountability routines, um, it really does build off of the rules and the habits like we, we were speaking about in that previous episode. And it's, you know, taking that one step farther is once you've created those rules, once you've created those habits, what, what do they leave you with? The routines and your daily routines. And I think this is what I was alluding to at one point in time when it comes to like, you know, the brushing your teeth factor and, you know, um, how much time you spend making your breakfast and stuff. And while routines are boring and monotonous, sometimes um, they allow you to go on autopilot and it saves you that like that, that time and energy, like we talked about earlier um, and building them is extremely important because I'd say they, they make up, you know, they make up a lot of your life. And so you want to have them set up properly. Um, personally, there sometimes they're hard to get into, you know, like you said, moving to New York, you had your brand new um, environment, new job, you had the COVID, you realized you're getting out of shape. So you had to create some routines for yourself. Um, so one of my morning routines, uh, which I think really sets me up for the day, uh, morning and nightly routines is I, I wake up every morning and the first thing I do, drink a lot of water because it's good for my body. And it's great. You like, that's how you, everyone like, drink water. First thing you do in the morning, always drink water, make your bed. That's it. That's my morning routine. Like I drink, I drink my water, I make my bed. And then generally I following my nightly routine from the night before I have my clothes set up to go work out in the morning and I jump in those and I go work out. And that's my morning routine. After that, you know, you, you get, you clean up, 
make some coffee, and you get started with your day. Uh, but I've created that morning routine, and what it's really done is I don't have to worry about, like, did I get my workout in anymore? No. Um, did I get my workout in today? Yes. Check. Sorry. Brain farted on that one. Like, is my bed made? Is my room clean? Is my is my environment tidy and and like <laughs> and set up where I can think um, and without clutter? Uh, yes, because I clean up my room. I made my bed, and you're just setting yourself up for success with these routines. So, yeah, it's a matter of like, are the things under my control taken care of, right? And I think that. Um, Something that's interesting is with the whole idea of routines. And this is the first time I ever experienced, and it's not, it wasn't even a routine. It's just a trigger and a reaction is, I don't don't know if we talked about this in a previous episode or not, but when I had started blogging and we did that blogging challenge through a 30 day blogging challenge with Praxis, I had the habit of writing every morning. I would always write in the morning, just get it done with, get the pot, get the, get the blog written and, and published. And then I'd go on with my day, but there was a couple times, or sorry, during that, during that summer previous, I had started, I had never been a fan of Starbucks, but I started going to Starbucks and getting my work done there because this is a nice environment. I could get hot water for my mate and all this stuff. It was like, it was a nice place to go. And a lot of my friends would, would just kind of pop in throughout the day in connections. So I'd end up seeing a lot of people. And it was towards the end of the day, I hadn't finished my blog post and I was like, I need to get this done. I was actually in another town. And um, I did not know what I was going to write about. I tried so hard to figure out a topic that I wanted to. Normally, I had some idea formalized, but I didn't have an idea. So I was like, all right, I got to do this. I went into Starbucks. And as soon as I walked in, it was like 30, 40 seconds after I walked in, an idea came to my head and I was able to sit down and write it straight away. In this case, it happened to be that I was writing about why I do my work at Starbucks. It's one of my favorite posts to this day. It's very succinct to the point post. I think I wrote it in 20, 30 minutes. And the idea is that once my brain, once I walked into that environment, to that Starbucks environment, my brain said it's time to work and it immediately just like pulled together the thoughts and I was able to formalize it. So I think the same thing is with your routines is manufacturing the result. So if you, I think the best example of this is moving to a new city or moving to a new, new apartment, whatever, be very conscious of doing things a certain way for the first three weeks, because whether you like it or not, the way you start doing things is going to be the way you're going to want to naturally continue doing things from that point on. So get into the habit of get home, you know, don't, don't cram in your moving hours, like move there at a decent hour, get your stuff unpacked, and then go to bed at a certain time and create these habits because then you can manufacture the result. So manufacturing the result all starts with the habits. And I think this is part of why a lot of people do meditation, for example, in the, in the beginning of the day is because they can get to a point where things are very peaceful and they focus on one thing at a time. And as a result, the rest of the day just goes, goes really well. Absolutely. You know, and I think you're, you're very right there, especially with, with the point about, you know, being Starbucks and creating that routine um, about you, basically, you do work when you're at Starbucks, and that's the routine, and that's the that's the habit you've built for yourself there. And so, just walking back into that environment triggered that. It's like a flip the switch. And to your point on um, moving to a new city, getting into a new environment, 
Everyone, yes, that is a huge importance. I've heard this from so many people. The way you do things the first what, three weeks um, when you are in a new environment kind of sets yourself up for the rest of the time there. Yes, of course, you can change it. Yes. However, it's going to take a lot more energy um, than if you had just approached it proactively and been like, okay, this is the new environment. These are the routines I want to set up for myself. I'm going to go about doing that. Um, and, and really, like a lot of times, with with many of these things we talk about here, uh, you can create. They can get much more complicated than they need to be. So you don't don't like you don't have to feel the need to get like super granular and super specific about all these things if it's not something that's that's a problem for you. So like if if it's as simple for you as I need to make routines, these are what I like. Bam, I created a routine around that. Leave it there. You know you. Like, and that's how it can be for some of us. For me, that's kind of how it is for me. I was like, okay, I, I need to get my workouts in. I want to get up early because I get after it every single day, you know, like in the, the early bird gets the worm. So it's like, all right, so easy. The best way to start off my morning, work out, get up early. That's it. And it's like, that's it. And so it's like, okay, from there, what are the other two things that are supplementary to that? So every day you wake up, you know, you really should have that water. So it's like, I check, check, check. And it just builds off of those two things. And next thing I know, I have a freaking, it's an awesome routine, but it really, all it took for me was to be like, okay, I want a good morning routine. And these are the two things. These are two important things for me in the morning. And then from, and then just build off of that. So for yeah. you, okay. I think that that's something that I've experienced with, you know, in the job I have, I don't know exactly how many people listening have this type of job. I'm assuming at some point they will have something like this, but work tends to have no end point for me in the day. That's like no 6.30, I'm done, right? It's like, it goes on because we have to work West Coast hours too. So sometimes we're up pretty late. So I've realized that if I actually care about something, it has to happen before work. So it has to happen before 8.30 every day. That's why I started getting up at 5.30. Like that's the only reason... I do enjoy getting up early because there's just not as many people up. It's like you've conquered the world before everybody else type of thing. But it's also because that gives you the time to do what's important. And for me, now my routine is in the morning, I have my prayers. I have my, my different reading, like the thing, and, and then working out too. Uh, the different things that I have classified as my four main areas of importance, you know, uh, spiritual life, uh, work life, uh, fitness, and and, and learning new things. Um, I've made space for those every morning, right? So right now my learning new things is my German lessons. I do my German lessons. I read these things. Then I get on the train and I have, I have time on the train to read other books and do things before I get to work. So by the time I've gotten to work, I've already checked like five or six boxes, health and all these different things. It's, it makes you feel great. And how can you not have a good day from that point on? Now, the issue about getting into these things, this is what's hard, right? So the reason I was able to really, part of it was I was just very determined to set these routines, but there was parts of the routine that I added later on, and that was due to the fact that I was part of this accountability group, which Michael and I know about, but basically what I would recommend is when you can have these, even if it's just a friend of yours, like, all right, we've defined what the areas of four areas of importance are, and you tell your friend that, and then you say, all right, so what what are those four actions that I can do every single day to help me get towards that goal? And then you, you basically create one routine that you want to start for, for the whole week. Do one at a time. 
whether it's getting up out of bed at a certain time or doing workout, right? Set that routine and then say, agree that you're going to check in next week at, at a certain time every week and like say, yes, win or no, lose. Like it's either a W or it's an L. That's the way my boss works with things. Like we either won this month, this quarter, or we lost. There's no in between. I don't care about your small wins. You either win or you lose. And having that person to go back to uh, at the end of the week, like you just know, <laughs> I got to talk to them. I have to be honest. And it's very important. Absolutely. And, you know, speaking to that group, you know, and you don't necessarily need a group. Like you said, you need maybe one individual, maybe one person, maybe your significant other, but the, literally all it takes is for you to sit down and be like, Hey, listen, um, I want to get better. I want to improve in these areas of my life. I want to, I want to set this up. Um, so what I'm going to do and is if it's, is every week, I just want to touch in, touch base, uh, check in with you, touch base on these four things, at least once where I have to tell you it's either, and you're right, it should always be all or nothing because, because if you want to succeed, that's how you're going to set it up. If you set it up as like the little small steps, like, oh, well, I made like 70%, then you kind of, you don't, you don't get that, that bad gut feeling. You don't get those negative incentives to push you further. Like it's either you either win or you lose. And I mean, in life, I'd say it kind of happens that way in every single area that you set up for yourself too. You either win or at that, that factor, whether it's spiritual religion, whether it's health and fitness or you lose like, so that's at an individual is not life as a whole. So, um, but that's very important to do. And you just say, yeah, just say you're going to check in with them be like, all right, I did great this week. I did hit these things. Um, and then go from there. If you didn't be like, okay, um, I messed up. Obviously I got, got took the L uh, next week. I'm going to do better. And this is how, and always have a plan. If you didn't succeed on how you're going to do better or how you're going to improve, because just saying like, if you've noticed you messed up once, uh, you're like, oh, okay, no, I'll, I'll do better next week. Don't change anything. You try again. You mess up again. You're like, okay, you, something's got to give. Obviously, something you're doing isn't working. So reassess, reevaluate, come up with a plan, and attack it from a different angle. And that's something that's important too. Like with your routines, you can't just. It's not. Don't beat a horse. Don't beat a dead horse. You know, if if that doesn't work for you, if you've noticed something about that isn't working then maybe you need to change your incentive structure. Uh, maybe you need to change how you approach this and be like, all right, so if you're the type of person that responds to positive feedback very well and wants those incentives, maybe be like, all right, if I can do all these things, I'm going to treat myself with this one little, I don't know, treat. Maybe I'll go get a venti pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks because you're basic. Um, but, but like figure out how it's going to work best for you because every person's going to be different. But what everyone's going to have in common is – they're going to, that accountability partner is from, I'd say the vast majority of people, key factors. So always have those and just make sure you, you don't give up if you fail, you know, it's either a win or a lose and you're there to win. And I think the, the thing that's really important, especially for daily habits that, that I benefited from using that, that group was that you have to, for example, the people who are saying, I'm going to get up every time of this day, they would give themselves a window of five minutes to respond in the Slack channel. I'm up, right? It's like, there is no, like, you have to check in. And it's the same thing. I, I experienced this when I had started, basically uh, started my working out lifting type of career, I guess you could say, or whatever uh, habit back in Wisconsin. It was, I could get up and go to the Y and I would do it 
but I'd only probably end up doing it 60% of the time that I intended to, as opposed to when I told somebody I was going to meet them at a certain time at the, at the gym, I was always there. Rain or shine, I was there. Or snow in Wisconsin, there's a lot of snow. Um, I was always there every time because I knew that if I didn't show up, and I was going to see this person on a weekly basis minimum, they'd be like, hey, why weren't you there? Like, what the heck? So having that daily check-in, texting somebody, hey, I did this today, and then having that accountability is important. But again, you need to find somebody who's actually going to hold you accountable because sometimes people will just kind of like, like, oh, you know, great job. You tried. No, 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 no. You win or you lose, right? And then you have to have that honesty from your, from your friend. Um, one thing, uh, I guess, just kind of continuing on this, this idea of routines is, I think you mentioned it a little bit, but just don't do something just because, just because, like do it because it is in line with the rest of your goals, right? And, and one thing that uh, I think that's important is as you start to go down this journey of figuring out what's important to you, exploring your curiosities about your career, you're going to start to have other goals, right? For me, it's entrepreneurial goals. And those are like five to 10 year goals. You can't just accomplish that in one day. So what I have started doing, and this month hasn't been the greatest for it, but what I've started doing is I've broke it down into an outline of what I want to accomplish by this date. And then I break that down into, okay, I have you know three months left in the year. What do I need to get done each month to meet that criteria? And then I break that into a weekly goal. And then I break that into like, okay, so there's these five projects I have to accomplish each week. And having somebody to help you with those projects is very helpful. That's the other accountability side for long-term. And again, the long-term is only possible when you have the baseline routine and everything set in stone so that, for example, in my case, I have to do my job well. Like I have to continue to do that well because this stuff all happens outside of my work, right? And if, you're, if your personal goals and, and your work goals are all lined up, like if that's the same thing, it's all in the career, then put the extra time in after hours to, to learn the skills that you're lacking at work. Like do the things that are going to help you get closer to your target. Always, you know, and, and to kind of to your point, like what we're doing here is we're, we're, we're getting very granular with it. Like you're taking it to, to you're breaking it down until bite-sized pieces. It's not like, to that big goal, you know, you're breaking that down and you're getting after it with it, with it, with your routines and stuff. And I, I think that's a huge thing that, you know, it's very important. I know we touched on it a few times now and don't want to beat that dead horse, but it's that it can be that simple to like, it's, it's just taking that, that thought that to take, taking that moment to have those deep thoughts and realize how you want to go about this and then just doing it. In, in reality, all of these principles that we're discussing are very simple. And that's why we, we kind of, <clears throat> at these things because it just comes down to this idea of taking responsibility breaking down what you want like really being honest with yourself again learning how to say yes and no to what you know is important to you getting yourself in the right conditions making sure that you have these kind of uh this this trajectory that you're setting on or these boundaries i guess you could say with the rules and then the accountability part i think that um what I've experienced and seen in other people is that when they have these long-term goals or dreams, as they call them, like, oh, you know, someday I'd like to travel to Spain for a week. Okay, so what are you doing about that? Like, 
first of all, good for you for setting that up. Like, don't say I want to travel. Say I want to travel to X for how long? And then as a result, your brain will naturally try to come up with ways to do that. But if you're really good, you're going to be like, all right, how much is that going to cost? Go figure it out. Get an estimate of how much you're going to need to save. And then be like, all right, I can do that if I save this much. I can do that if I stop getting Starbucks uh, venti pumpkin spice lattes for five months. I'll have enough to go, right? Like Starbucks adds up, guys. Just like, just saying. Starbucks adds up. Um, and then create, like, don't just say you want it and don't do anything about it. If you actually care about it, do something about it now. You know, with, that, was the, that was something that I sunk into with this idea that I want to have this startup in the future was, I'm, I don't have to do anything about it. I would attend these masterminds, these entrepreneurial masterminds to advise people. And then uh, Peyton asked me, she's like, oh, so what are you trying to do? I was like, well, I mean, nothing really. It's, it's a ways out. And then I thought about it for a while after that. And I was like, that's bullshit. Just because it's five years out, there's a lot of things I should be doing to prepare for that. So figure out what it is you want and like just start doing something about it with your routines, your routines and your, and your accountability. Absolutely. Yep. I uh, couldn't agree with you more there, Silas. Uh, I mean, I don't really have, like, <clears throat> like you said, these are simple concepts and I could just keep saying some of the same, like similar things, but it's like, really, you know, do something about it. Set those routines, fucking get after it, bro. Like, uh, what are you waiting for? Uh, yeah. I think that I guess just to maybe some, some of the objections, I'm trying to think of some of the objections people might have to this, which is, you know, oh, Listen, well, go everyone's going to have excuses and what your objections really come down to. They're just excuses of reasons you don't want to. Like if it's important to you, there's not going to be an objection. Like have the discipline, put in the work and that's it. Like, I, I mean, maybe you have a valid objection. I just have yet to hear one in my life. It's really just excuses. Like the other thing is sometimes the objections are helping you actually discern what's actually important to you. Right. So if, if, if there's a real objection, which again, I agree, there's not very many real objections. Sometimes like what I've experienced a lot of is people say, Oh, but I can't, you know, I won't be able to hang out with my friends as much. It's like, okay, is that you having FOMO? Are you like, are you insecure about something that you just need that validation of other people? Or do you actually value friendship? above those things. Like, do you not work on your career goals because friendship is more important to you? If that's the case, then good. Just admit it and put it in line with your targets. Like, don't, don't make excuses for things that aren't real. Like, and if you make an excuse for something, either the goal isn't important to you or you like something else, but also, um, again, use those excuses. Like, ask yourself honestly, like, does this actually matter to me? Or is this excuse a real excuse? Or am I like, is there a subconscious thing that I'm doing that is something I learned at a young age? Maybe it's one of those habits you develop when you're six and you're like, oh shit, I got to fix that. But figure that out. Ask yourself, be honest with yourself. Ask yourself, what are the real motivations for these? Because we all have issues that we, we could really like get the wrinkles out of. And just trying to pretend that we're fine, everything's fine, is not good. And I think that I just saw this the other day, uh, one of Jordan Peterson's, um, uh, talks. I don't remember the exact uh, the exact talk, but he was mentioning um, accepting when when people talk about like accepting who they are and this, this, that. It's like if people are really in a shitty place and they're bad people in general, saying I'm good, I'm fine, 
is terrible to them. It's devastating. So like if you feel like you have things that you want to change, admit it and start changing them. Don't try to accept that, oh, it's okay that I really don't care about my health. I don't care about my career. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm in tons of debt. Like start one time, one little thing at a time to get out of that by creating these habits and these routines. Again, first starting with what's important to you and going through what we've already discussed in the previous episodes. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much everything. Is, is there anything else you wanted to end up off, on and off with? Oh, nothing really. I was just thinking of my, my, um, I know some people who have a very hard time getting up in the morning and that's their objection for getting up in the morning. Um, <laughs> and it's like, I mean, it's hard. All for right. Everyone. Yeah, exactly. It's hard for everyone. Um, you, some people are morning people, others are not so much, but really it comes to what you just said there. Is it like, in, is it that important to you? Is getting up early something that is important to you that you want to do? Um, that's either a yes or a no. If it's a no, screw it. Okay, don't worry about it. If it's a yes, okay, how are we going to make this happen? Like, that's it. It's just have, being able to say yes and no to things and not having that gray area allows you to take your life so much farther than ever before. Like, then you will if you if you play that excuses games or, you know, the, the vague maybes. Like, you just, you just got to say yes or no and then go from there. Yeah, very good, yeah. So just to recap, basically, again – Create routines that are in line with the rules that you set, that are, which obviously go all the way back to what's important to you. And very, very, very importantly, find people, find someone, whether it's a person or a group of people, they're going to help hold you accountable to those things. Make sure that you share your long-term goals, share your short-term goals, and, and define them. Say actively, I will accomplish these things by this date. And if you haven't, you need to chalk either an L or a W on that board. And you, it's up to you whether you want to be a winner or a loser. So, yeah, uh, very cool. Well, everybody, thank you for joining us today again. Um, we will be back uh, again with the next episode, kind of d discussing the idea of starting with the end in mind. Uh, that will be our final episode for this, for this series. And we really, really hope you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to seeing you next time. <laughs>